Hello, I'm your host, Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by Citilets and Arla Property Mart Scotland. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting, investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citilets.co.uk. Today, my guests are owner and managing director of Northwood Aberdeen, Laura Mearns, and director Matt Pullinger. Morning. Morning. Matt, are you there? We got you there. Hi there. How are you doing? <laughs> we're all on Zoom today. Um, we did this is our second attempt because we're all affected by the storms last week. Purcells came down, made all the effort, and then had to head straight back up. So, so we're all on Zoom. Now we'll, we'll just crack on. Now, Northwood are national letting agent franchises, and Laura, you opened the Aberdeen branch 12 years ago. So tell us a bit about your background and why you chose to open a letting agency. So from a young age, um, Steen and I, we always had the desire to run our own businesses. And the big question kind of back then when we left school in, in 1997 was, what was that business going to be? Um, Stephen studied business studies at RGU. Um, I studied accounts and management at Aberdeen University. Uh, we both graduated in 2001 and both went into the world of chartered accountancy uh, with traineeships at KPMG um, in Aberdeen. And after a three-year training program, uh, we both qualified as chartered accountants in 2004. Um, from there, Stephen went on to work as a finance director in oil and gas in Aberdeen. Um, I moved to Johnston Carmichael, took a slightly different path as a trainee executive uh, working with graduates, studying towards their CA and ACCA. But we still always had that burning desire to, um, you know, grow and open this business. Um, and what was that going to be? So we got married in 2006. And in 2007, Stephen arrived home from work one day with a franchise magazine. And that was basically the start of our journey um, to opening our lettings business in Aberdeen. And I often get asked the question, why property? Um, and really the backdrop to that is we used um, a local agent to manage our own flats that we'd moved out of um, after we got married. And really the service that we got, you know, was pretty poor. And we knew that we could deliver something uh, better and something more unique. Um, so in January 2018, I was six months pregnant. Stephen was in a secure job in oil and gas, but we took the leap. We left the safe corporate world and opened Northwood in January 2009 in Rosemount Place in Aberdeen. Um, for us, it was really important. We wanted to deliver a professional and a personal service, um, and we really wanted to develop a strong team and give staff opportunity to grow um, themselves. And, and really the key for us was also to bring something um, unique and different to Aberdeen. And that's really where Ganty Drent, you know, comes in and is the whole, obviously, USP behind Northwood. And because we found that, um, that was the decision that we decided to go down the franchise route and we chose to open, you know, Northwood in Aberdeen. It's been a really exciting 12 years, albeit we've seen lots of change in the private yes, lending sector over that time. Uh, we're really, really proud of the team, the growth of the business. Um, and during that period, you know, we, we started with one office. We've now opened a second office. Um, so one in the city, one in the shire, um, delivering lettings and sales services. So we're really excited, obviously, uh, with the growth and development um, in the last 12 years and obviously what the future holds. So that just gives you a bit of a flavour about, you know, uh, 
where what we did and, and how we ended up where we are. Okay, well, well, Matt, tell us a bit about your background and when you joined Northwood Aberdeen. Yeah, thanks, Julian. It's a bit of a funny story, really. It's, it all started when I was at um, university. Um, I started off uh, doing some part-time work with some, some cleaning while I was studying at uni. And um, gradually that grew and I got the offer of some, some contract work to clean some uh, windows for some large businesses like RBS and Clydesdale and Co-op. So it started growing arms and legs, you might say, and the uni was gradually getting pushed to one side. And, and one day I got a phone call that there was a new uh, estate agency, letting agents that was opening in Rosemount Place and they were looking for a window cleaner. Um, and they were also looking for staff if they knew anyone that was was interested in the job role. So I went along and quoted for the uh, the windows, uh, met Stephen at the time, and uh, got chatting with him. And um, a couple of interviews later, uh, I decided to sell my business to my father-in-law, who'd actually just been made redundant from the local Inverurie paper mill, and uh, started my career at Northwood uh, at the very beginning. So that included cleaning the windows for the first couple of weeks. And then, uh, <laughs> It was also hoovering on a Saturday was included as well, but it was we were a small team there. There was just uh, three of us really that, that started out, and um, yeah, I was involved in, in everything really, and then gradually worked my way up through the company because I could see right from the beginning it was something that really excited me and there was huge potential available there, and and that's where I am today as a director of the company. So that was how it all started for me. Great, so you've been there from the beginning. So how do each of your roles differ then? So just I'll pick up that one, Gillian. Um, so over the years, um, we've obviously grown and developed um, the team to ensure you know clients get the best. Matt looks after the day-to-day -day running of the business. So he oversees uh, the Aberdeen and then through the office. Um, he looks after all new business on the letting side um, and is constantly seeking opportunities um, you know, for that. Um, he's also a marketing and IT whiz kid. So I leave those parts of the business to him um, mm -hmm. because they baffle me. <laughs> <laughs> With my accountancy background, I look after naturally all the financial side um, of the business um, as well as continuing to grow it. During, during obviously what has been a very um, changing time over the last few years for the, the PRS. Most recently, my role has involved, um, you know, obviously overseeing the, the letting side of the business, but also we saw a growth opportunity in Aberdeen to open up the estate agency side of the business. So the last two years has seen um, obviously my time and efforts in growing that um, and we launched that um, back in January 2020. So I'm very much still involved um, in, in the whole running of the business, but my focus at the moment is growing the estate agency side, which very much complements what we do, you know, on, on the letting side um, of the business. Um, and really our approach just ensures that we obviously have our, you know, our expertise in different areas of the business and obviously pulling that together, make sure that every area gets the attention it needs to obviously help us continue to grow and, and succeed um, and provide the, the best possible service, you know, for our clients um, who have been on this journey with us over the last 12 years. Great. Well, as you mentioned before, um, you opened an Aberdeenshire branch in Inverurie this year. So what were your, your reasons for choosing there as a location for a satellite office? Yeah, um, thanks, Julian. We'd always looked for a base to service the clients that we had uh, out in the Shire, and we, we considered a few locations, but we couldn't quite find the right um, location and base to find the right fit. 
we always had an eye on Inverurie because it's such a busy, thriving town. There's lots happening um, and there's a lot of development. I actually live nearby, so my kids will go to school in that location as well. And it's a great place. And it's also been an exceptionally busy market. And then obviously things happened through the pandemic that sort of changed things and there was more opportunities um, available. Um, and then we found the right space for us to, to set up in Inverurie and it's uh, it's been it's been excellent since we, we started here so we're really pleased to be um, able to service the clients there and grow the business as well. Perfect well tell us a bit more about your team then within your franchises. So um, Gillian within the, the franchise there's 92 Northwood offices um, across the UK uh, five being in Scotland um, we all run our offices independently and we all have a variety of, of different sizes of teams. So I'll just tell you a little bit about that and, and how it works. So um, we obviously all have our own teams, but we do have a central team, um, Northwood uh, GB, that support us behind the scenes uh, with all things marketing, IT and compliance. Um, different offices use them in different ways, depending on what their needs are, what the local market needs and what that business needs. Um, the Scottish team, we meet regularly normally in Edinburgh, um, to share our knowledge and provide support to each other, share experiences. Um, so that's a bit about the, the team and the other franchises. Here in Aberdeen, uh, we've got a team of 12 um, that we that look after our clients, um, obviously investments. We've got four dedicated property managers, each with a share of the Aberdeen and Shire portfolio, ensuring that our clients have one point of contact because that's really, really important you know, in everything that, that we do. The property managers are supported by the rest of the team, ensuring our properties obviously comply, void periods are minimised, and maintenance is dealt with efficiently, one of the most important things for our landlords, and also making sure our landlords receive their rent on time. So um, all of the team in Aberdeen have either achieved and um, are working towards a professional qualification, obviously giving them the knowledge that they need to deliver the best service. So um, we've got a huge um, support network locally. Uh, we obviously love what we do, but beyond that, we've also got the support of the network, which is really important um, in terms of our presence in the market, the growth and the strength that we have, obviously, you know, um, across our area and, and other parts of Scotland and the rest of the UK. OK, well, Lewis Mallon, we had Lewis from Northwood Edinburgh in, on the podcast recently. And we talked about the start of the pandemic when Edinburgh experienced oversupply and now there's been a switch in supply, demand and balance. Did Aberdeen encounter similar issues with stock levels in recent months? And if so, in your views, which factors could contribute to this and which types of properties have been affected most? Yeah, um, a slightly different story in the, in the Aberdeen market, but there are similarities uh, to be drawn across the board as well. I mean, the Aberdeen market in general uh, was still going through a period of recovery from what happened in the 2014-15 um, oil crash. So the, the tail end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, the very beginning, uh, things were starting to recover. Um, there was good levels of demand. Um, and activity levels, inquiry levels were starting to pick up. So that was that was really encouraging to see. And there was consistent levels of demand through several periods there. And then obviously the pandemic came in uh, in March, which kind of put things on hold uh, for a considerable period of time. Uh, but what's been encouraging is coming out through the other side of that, um, the market has picked up where it left off. And in a lot of cases, um, that pent up demand uh, that hasn't been able to um, secure properties has actually accelerated things quite a bit in the Aberdeen market. Um, so we've noticed there's been consistent levels of demand throughout. 
more and more inquiries coming in to the market. And with your regards to particular um, properties, we've noticed that sort of the family homes have been the ones that have, have experienced most demand. So, um, you know, three bedroom plus family homes with a garden, and perhaps along the lines of people looking for more space. Um, you know, with the lockdown things, it's maybe re reassessed people that um, are looking for, for different things. So that has really caused uh, a push in that direction for the Aberdeen market and that kind of property. Okay. Well, Aberdeen's average monthly rent in quarter three stood at 715, which is a marginal increase in the same period last year. But with a higher and more sustained um, price of oil and gas and also Aberdeen kind of repositioning itself as a future centre for renewable energy. How do you think this will affect rental values in the city in the near future? Yeah, so it, by all accounts, demand is set to increase. So there's lots of activity happening in, in Aberdeen City and in Aberdeen Shire at the moment um, that's causing that demand to increase. Um, so we were just commenting even recently on the activity levels that we've seen just the tail end of October and November. Um, that we've seen some record months um, in terms of move-ins um, compared to previous times. So um, that demand for the time being doesn't seem to be slowing down. Um, and obviously with the, the plans and the investment that's going into Aberdeen City and Shire at the moment, then that will be set to continue. So if the demand's increasing, but the supply's not keeping up, then the price can only go in one direction. So um, that stability is good. Um, and I think longer term, we could be looking at price increases. Um, and we're obviously putting plans in place to help our clients to be able to be ready for that. Okay, well, the Aberdeen market was moving quickly in quarter three, especially as kind of you mentioned with the larger three and four bed properties, and they were kind of renting at least three weeks faster, excuse me, compared to the same time last year when the pent-up demand was released. So in your opinions, where, where's this demand coming from? Yeah, I think it's a combination of factors for, for the Aberdeen market in particular. What we have noticed, um, which may be different from some of the, the areas that we've looked at before, you know, families looking at uh, bigger homes, more space, somewhere to work from home, somewhere with a garden space. Those are all things that we're, we would probably say are, are nationwide. But the other thing that we've um, noticed in particular as well is perhaps people that can now uh, work remotely can actually choose where they want to live and still be able to work. Um, so we've seen folks that have moved up from London because they can do their job in London from Aberdeen and they've always wanted to stay in Aberdeen or Aberdeenshire um, and haven't been able to do that in the past. So there's been a real shift in demand for, for a lot, but particularly Aberdeenshire, um, the, the local economy, there's a real um, drive on an investment. Um, a lot of is, is planned for the city um, and, and things like that are, are, are coming soon. So the investment that's involved there and the push to green energy as well has, has been excellent and that's caused a lot more um, demand in, in those areas. So if you notice a lot of, kind of people relocating their families, you know, for jobs that, you know, with the strengthening energy industry, has there been a lot more movement back in for jobs, people relocating actually to work within Aberdeen? If you notice that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the sort of three and four bedroom properties in particular that we've seen, um, some of those properties, you know, you could have let them 10 times over the, the people that are sort of looking for, for those, that kind of clients, that kind of mm -hmm. price level. Um, it's obviously not back to the levels that we used to see in, in years gone by. But yeah, those are people that have, have got new jobs that need somewhere to stay, that need housing. So 
um, that relocation has, has taken place and it's been you know a really really busy summer which has been excellent for us. Good. Well, on average in Scotland, smaller properties suffered the most in demand due to the pandemic. However, in our in the City Lights Quarter 3 report, Matt, you um, stated that a particular type of two-bedroom properties received record levels of interest. So can you expand on this? Yeah, so we had um, quite a number of um, two-bedroom properties that had um, gas central heating, two-bed, two-bath, private parking in, in the city centre. And um, the demand for, for those ones in particular, you know, the right quality of those properties, again, was, was, was really good. Um, comparatively, the, the market in general, there, there are still quite a number of two-bedroom properties, but not all of that specific type, that specific location. Um, you know, the ones that are maybe um, sort of towards the West End and city centre. Um, and the demand for those has been really good. And it's been a real cross-section of applications that we've seen people, again, relocating for work, people working at the hospital, um, you know, and things like that. So those are the ones in particular yeah. that we've seen um, for that high-quality property. Um, there's been excellent demand for that as well. well. Over the past few years, your franchise um, in particular has won some impressive awards. And most notably, um, you received the Gold Award for Best Franchise in the UK, where I think you beat over what, 90 other offices nationwide. So what makes your franchise so successful? Thanks, Gillian. It's all down to the team um, and the energy within that team is absolutely fantastic. Um, we're all really passionate about helping our clients, achieving, achieving the best possible results for them. Um, and that really reflects in our achievements, our growth, um, you know, and, and everything that's happened over the years. Um, I'd also mention Stephen and I are, are risk takers, if you want to call it that. Um, and I think with our financial background and also the attention to detail that's very important to us, um, as business owners, uh, with both of that um, and the fact that we like to take risks, I also think that's also contributed to the success. But obviously, you know, without the team um, who are so passionate and support us with that, we wouldn't be where we are today. So it's a real combined effort and an approach that's that's ensured that we have achieved that success. And winning that award was so important to us. We were 10 years in business the year that will win the award. So it was a huge achievement um, for the team and it all comes back to their hard work, you know, and, and what we've done over the years. So really, really proud of them. Absolutely. It's well done. Well, Aberdeen is a beautiful historic city with much to offer. And um, like for yourselves, kind of, what do you think, what different aspects would you both see that would attract an investor to Aberdeen in the, you know, in the current market, but also as a tenant, as a, as a place to stay? Yeah, so um, I'm Aberdeen, born and bred, so I've uh, seen a lot happen over the years that, that I've been here in Aberdeen. And I think um, for, for some of that time, I think it's fair to say that Aberdeen needed a bit more investment, um, in, particularly in the city centre. Um, the pandemic hasn't helped with those aspects, but I would say right here, right now, we're seeing that investment. You know, we think of things that come to mind like Union Terrace and the investment that's gone into that and ongoing the works that are happening there. We think of the art gallery and the national accolades that's been recognised as that's somewhere for some folks to, to come and view. Um, that's been a real feature um, of, of, um, of Aberdeen for many years and with its recent renovation has, has really spurred that on um, as well. And obviously the plans that they've got in place with Union Street down at the harbour, 
and the potential for Aberdeen Football Club was the, the investment that's going in there as well. There's a lot happening in Aberdeen. What, what plans, just with me not being from Aberdeen, what plans for Union Street and around, did you see the Harbour area there? What's, um, what's all... Well, it's all in the pipeline. Union Street is, is undergoing a, a period of investment. We've got companies such as Shell that have committed to office space at the top end of Union Street. There's a consultation that's just gone out yesterday, um, or earlier in the week, I should say, um, with regards to Bellman Street and some outdoor spaces. So Union Street itself has closed down through the pandemic, and the assessment of that has, has been um, how has that worked for, for uh, businesses. Um, and obviously there's the Aberdeen Market, which is down the bottom end of Union Street, where the council's getting involved and in, in commissioning investment in that as well. So all of that is really to try and um, generate um, an economy and a business for, for people to work and to shop and to live. And then part of that consultation is about uh, folks that would want to live on Union Street uh, in those properties and the redevelopment of a number of those buildings has, has taken place even throughout the, the pandemic. We've seen activity in buildings that have been um, brought back to life, which is fantastic to see. So um, a very historic street and a lot of areas that, that come off of that and a lot of businesses that rely on that as well. I mean, our offices are just a few streets behind Union Street um, in the city centre. So it's great to see that and it, it, it is a great place to live and to work. Great. Well, ending on a, on a kind of lighter note, now, between you both, obviously, you have built up a fairly impressive amount of years in property, and you'll have seen tenants and landlords come and go and, and the funny games with it. So any standout memories? I think for me, the, some of the standout memories um, are from my mum, who used to work with us, and she was... Um, in charge of um, inspecting the properties and, and did an amazing job of that when, when she did. And the stories that she brought back to the office, you know, were unbelievable to opening cupboard doors, to finding pheasants, to walking into someone and, you know, um, shouting, hello, it's Northwood, to find, you know, they're in the shower and she leaves her business card and runs out. So, you know, all the stories that she's brought back, um, I mean, there's loads of them, um, but, you know, certainly inspections, um, you know, have, have caused lots of um, positive hilarity in the yeah. office, just some of the stories. So for me, you know, that that's a huge highlight. Um, yeah. that, I know that, I know that you've got a few as well. Yeah, fond memories of, of working along with, with Jean over the years and the pheasant story is definitely one that stands <laughs> oh, out. Oh, it should be a pheasant or pheasant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a, that was a real uh, highlight around the office for, for a good long while. Like but stuff? Is it a because This was a tenant that um, had the licence to do so but had been doing uh -huh. some hunting. Uh, but All right, okay. But he tell us that um, he'd, he'd put some pheasants in the cupboard. <laughs> So we were just doing our inspection. This was actually one where the um, the landlord was present as well. He came along with us. Yeah. So we, we sort of, as, as normal, we had a look around and we opened the cupboard and what we met inside was not really what we were expecting at all. And I think maybe Jean uh, jumped into the landlord's arms at that point. So. <laughs> Pheasants hanging up upside down. Yeah. Any yeah. other any other stories that you, you can repeat in the podcast? Yeah, well, um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of stories that sort of spring to mind. We're just speaking about this in, in the office. Um, and, you know, no two days are the same in, in, in lettings. It's just, you know, you think you've heard it all and then something else <laughs> will, will come along and think, wow. Uh, one other one that stood out to me, as I remember many years ago, was um, I was doing a check-in at a property. And again, the landlord on this particular one was present because he wanted to be there to sort of oversee part of the check-in as well. So we were there helping the tenant to move in, you know, showing them what to do and how things work, showing them how the boiler worked as well. But this landlord, for some reason, 
he liked to talk to the appliances as he went round, and that was how he described <laughs> what each what each appliance used to do. So, you know, he would say that, oh yeah, the bo- well, the boiler's very good. You need to treat her nice, nice. She she'll be nice and warm for you. And the windows, they're they're very good. And he would sort of almost call them by name as we went around property. And the tenants were actually. Um, it, they were, it was a, a corporate let, so they, they, were, they were sort of going to be there a few nights of the week and effectively almost like a hotel the company was paying for. So they were sort of glancing at me every so often thinking, is this for real? Is this, is this guy going to be here every week telling us how to do this? So um, that was quite an unusual one as well. <laughs> Oh, listen, guys, it's been great to have you on. Thank you so much. Second attempt, and at least we finally got to kind of meet and um, and have a chat with you. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Gillian. Thanks very much, Gillian. That's brilliant. Thank you. I'm Gillian Sandler. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms, including Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on citylets.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's talk at citylets.co.uk. Thank you.